welcome back, parents, to the second episode of the Grace Student Ministry Parent Podcast. If you missed our first episode, I invite you to go back and catch last week's podcast as it laid an incredible foundation for the discussion that we've been having within our high school ministry. My name's Todd. I'm the pastor of Student Ministries, and each week for the month of February, we'll be coming to you through this podcast to help you keep this conversation moving forward at home, whether it's with your son or daughter, or maybe it's even with their friends as well. And it's based off of the teaching that's taking place during our weekly high school program. The series throughout February has been developed to press into the design for love by looking at the author of love. Each week, I'll be joined by a student ministry team member who taught the students that week, helping them understand the importance of a love that has been created for all of us to experience. Well, I'm joined today with our high school intern, Charles Ominski. Hey, what's, what's up, up, Charles? <laughs> You're looking at it. How are you yeah, doing? You doing all right? I'm doing good, man. All right. A, so sometimes I might refer to you as Charles, Chaz, <laughs> right? I make it up as I go. But man, I am glad uh, that we uh, can have this conversation together uh, as we're kind of bringing the parents up to speed a little bit uh, with the discussion that you helped lead our high school students with uh, this week. And so uh, before we jump in... <laughs> It's been a pretty big year for you. Oh, man, it has. Yeah. Well, why don't you just share a little bit, uh, maybe I would hope is the number one highlight of the past year for you. What was that? Yeah, so I got married. Woot, woot. That was awesome to Lauren, the the lovely lady Lauren. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. That's top notch. Nothing else compares, I guess. You can't beat that one. No. Well, that's good. Uh, and hopefully there would be nothing that would even come close to that, Charles. Right? No. But that's good. And if she's listening to this, you are number <laughs> yes. one, Lauren. I love you. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, it's kind of appropriate that uh, even where you led the students um, with the discussion as we're talking about love, it's mm -hmm. February, right? And I think it's appropriate that we would have a discussion um, about it because believe mm -hmm. it or not, the Bible is actually filled uh, with truth that we can wrap our, uh, our heads around mm -hmm. with this topic of love. And so you recently got married and so you're adventuring down a whole new chapter <laughs> of life, right? Which we're excited for you and Lauren. Um, but for the sake of our conversation tonight, I think it's important that we bring the parents up to speed a little bit uh, with where you took the discussion uh, this week at Merge. Mm -hmm. Would you mind just sharing kind of, you know, just a couple minutes of where you went? Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, with the conversation of love in mind, this is our second conversation that we're having about um, the author love, um, that being Jesus. Um, but the big idea and the passage that I really want them to take away um, was Matthew 22 um, mm -hmm. in, with the conversation of Jesus and the greatest commandment. And uh, here's what it says. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And I actually took that conversation a couple couple different places. The first place that I did um, is I challenged the students and I said, um, in order to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, you have to fall in love with them. Hmm. And I used the analogy um, of someone who trusts, has trust like with a baby and their parents, hmm. right? They, they trust their parents. And um, they see their parent and they love their parents. So, of course, they would follow them and give their life to them and or at least trust them. Yeah. And I, I kind of mirrored that uh, with our relationship with God. And I won the students. I kind of used that imagery to go on a journey with me where I was able to show them um, how to trust and how to love Jesus. And that's kind of where we started. Um, that's the direction we headed, that the first step in following Jesus was falling in love with them. Hmm. After that, I took it uh, a little bit further and I challenged the students and for the students who said that they love Jesus, they want to chase after him, that to love God is love him with everything you have, that he is the first priority 
uh, over anything else. I challenge the students to look at the uh, things that they're a part of, you know, whether it's sports, um, their friendships, relationships, uh, the way that they interact on social media, and just everything that they're a part of, and um, just challenge them um, and ask them like, what the what's the, where's the priority at? All these good things, they're all good, hmm. but just making sure that Jesus is at the top. And then lastly, um, have the conversation with the students that uh, that Jesus loves them despite what they've done, despite what they're currently doing, and despite um, what if they stop following him in the end. That just talked about God's love and just the the power in um, in hopes that it would compel them that they would see God's goodness, and then out of that be compelled to just give everything that they have to Him. I tell you, what, with what you just said there, that idea <clears throat> that um, God loves us no matter what no matter what mm-hmm. we've done, no matter where we've been, no matter what we've experienced, like that truth right there, it's it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that uh, I think you and I, the rest of our team, like we work hard for our high school students to understand that yeah, truth. Yeah. And let's be honest, for the, for the parents and guardians listening to that, that truth is for them too, mm-hmm. uh, to know that we are loved no matter what. Um, and so as we're pressing into that, this idea, I love that you took us to Matthew chapter 22, this greatest commandment. May it love the Lord your God with everything you have, yeah, heart, yeah. soul, mind, and strength. Give it your mm-hmm. all to love him. And the overflow of that, right, it goes mm-hmm. on to say, we'll love others. Yeah. And I always get this incredible picture of the cross, right? And if you, if you can kind of get that in your head, uh, the cross, uh, you have the vertical beam that goes into the ground. That reminds me of the love that we're to have with God. Uh, but it has to be like solid in the ground. There has to be a strong foundation. That vertical beam needs to be solid in order for us to be able to support the horizontal beam. Yeah, wow. And so our love for God is like that vertical beam. And when we love him with everything we have, we're able to love other people well. So you think about the individuals that we interact with, whether it's a friendship, uh, a, a romantic relationship, whatever it is, our love for God, it must start there. Mm. And it gives us our, this ability to love other people, right? Yeah. And, and I love that you just took our students uh, there. And so uh, if you could sum it up with one main point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the man, students, if you, if you couldn't hear uh, anything I said, this is the one thing that I would love uh, for you to walk away with. What would it have been with yeah. our discussion this week? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing would honestly be um, that Jesus is worth falling in love with. And then through that, whenever you grasp that, is it's just the outpouring of your love back for him. Hmm. It's just that that imagery, like you're saying, like it starts with Jesus and then out of that overflows everything. I love it. You asked a um, a question and it was actually pretty convicting. I, and the reason why I can say that with confidence is because we saw the students respond mm-hmm. uh, in an incredible way to this. Uh, you basically asked them like, well, what's your life mission? So you you said if you're a sports player, whether mm-hmm. you're on the sports field, uh, what's the goal of being the best athlete that you possibly can be? And then you're like, well, maybe you've been blessed with the smarts, right? You're you're <laughs> uh, you're an academic individual, and so mm-hmm. like um, you're giving it your all when you're in school and getting all the good grades, which is an incredible thing. You're mm-hmm. like, well, what's your goal with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you play an instrument. You're in the band. You're cheerleading. Wh- whatever it is. What is your goal? What is your life mission? And I thought that question was so fascinating because what it did was it set the students up to be challenged about their priorities. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because I, I think God has gifted us individually in incredible ways. And I think we would be dishonoring him if we didn't use those gifts and abilities well. Right, yeah. But when we're on the sports field, mm -hmm. I think he's calling us to a bigger mission. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's to use our skills and abilities well, but I mm -hmm. think it's also to represent him. Right. And the love that he has for us we can demonstrate that on the soccer field, right. on the basketball court. We can do that within the band. Mm -hmm. We can do that with our academics, mm -hmm. right? And I loved how you led the students this week because you're like, listen, guys, man, all of you have been um, incredibly blessed with all of these gifts and abilities. Is Jesus the top priority? And so going off of the illustration last week that Zoe created for us, we kind of referred back to it. Yeah. And Jesus kind of fills our hearts. We want him to be the number one uh, priority in our lives. And when mm -hmm. we don't, mm -hmm. it creates a void. Mm -hmm. And so you challenge the students to really think about, okay, is Jesus that top priority? Right. And what is your life mission? What is the goal to utilizing who God has created you to be? Mm -hmm. in order to keep him that top priority. Mm -hmm. And so can you just take a second uh, to explain what you did with the card under the seat yeah. and the pen? Like, could, could you just share with the parents what that moment looked like? Yeah, no, absolutely. So before we, uh, for the teaching, we put a card underneath every student's chair. And um, what we did is about um, at the end of my, uh, end of the talk, end of the sermon, um, I challenged them and I asked them what gifting or talent or sport, relationship, what, what school, Whatever it is, I asked them which one of those that like giftings that God has given them. You know, for some it was basketball, for some it was cheerleading. And what do you want to dedicate that to? Like, mm -hmm. are you dedicating it to being the best player on the field, like you're saying? Um, and that's awesome. Right? These are all giftings that God has given us. But I challenge them to think a little bit further that they would actually dedicate what they're doing in their giftings to the Lord, that they would dedicate that to Jesus. And out of that, right? Like all um, their teammates, you know, would encounter like Jesus because they would see it in the students' lives, yep. that they would just be able to be a light to where they're at and just be the hands and feet of Jesus. What a powerful moment it was when you said, you know what? Uh, I encourage you to stand up where you are mm -hmm. and whatever it is that you want to dedicate over to the Lord, mm -hmm. write it down on that card and then bring it up and just lay it on the stage. Yeah. And uh, the almost the entire room was really moved to make that step. Yeah. And, and I'm really grateful that you actually picked up a couple of those cards and you started to rattle off, like seeing what these students were um, wanting to dedicate to the Lord. Lord, would yeah. you use my ability to play soccer? Would you use my mm -hmm. ability uh, to be um, e even my relationship, right, with a boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah, right. Like, there was even a couple of those that there you read. Was. And I'm like, man, that is great stuff. Mm -hmm. But you didn't stop there. Right, the night even got better because yeah. you're like, there are even some of you uh, in the room where this conversation isn't necessarily making sense because there's a lack of understanding of who even Jesus is in your life, or you've never had that moment where you've surrendered your life over to the Lord, mm -hmm. and you just felt, I think, convicted to to like take a moment and say, if you're here tonight and you want that relationship with Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. allow that night or allow tonight to be that. Right. And right. so, uh, man, would you just share, like, what, what did that look like for you from your perspective? Yeah. Um, yeah. Share that. Yeah. No, the, the fascinating thing is um, so many of our students, and there's so many narratives about who Jesus is, 
right? And people are trying to navigate, what does it mean to follow Jesus? You know, who is Jesus? Is Jesus relevant to me? Hmm. All of these conversations. And my prayer for the night was that Jesus would just be made clear and accessible for people, you know, praying that the Holy Spirit, you know, would work in the lives of the students who are there. And that um, whether, um, if they're following Jesus, like maybe they need to um, dedicate something that say, hey, in my football team, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that being Jesus, being the hands and feet of Jesus to my teammates is number one. Yep. But I also knew, and we all know this, that Merge is an outreach event. Mm. And there are students, even who come regularly, who've actually never decided to actually surrender their lives to Jesus. And oftentimes, sometimes there's confusion with how they understood that. So I just kind of outlined it and asked the students based on um, really what who the what the Bible says Jesus is, um, if they want to surrender their lives to Jesus for the first time. And we just create a space and just ask the Lord to work. Um, we had a couple of students actually raise their hand and say, I'm stepping out and I want to give my life to Jesus. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. It was a powerful moment. And so I, I appreciate uh, you leading our high school students in that conversation. Uh, so the purpose of why we're having this podcast is to obviously get this before uh, our parents, grandparents, mm-hmm. guardians, so that this conversation just doesn't stop where it did this week, where Mm -hmm. it can continue on. Yeah. And so, uh, Charles, based off of some of the teachings that you uh, laid out to the students, Mm -hmm. uh, do you have some tools or some practical tips that you can pass along uh, to our listeners that they Mm -hmm. can help keep this conversation going with their son or daughter? Yeah. No, absolutely. I think this conversation is something that um, prompted further conversations, if that makes sense. At Mm -hmm. least the students were challenged to think about um, their priorities. So, uh, if you're a parent or you're a guardian, um, I would encourage you to first find a moment. Um, car rides are a great example. If you're driving with your student, if your student doesn't drive, that's a great opportunity to have conversations with them. Um, or even around the dinner table, or if you get up and have breakfast with them, what, whatever regular routine you find your student in, just to pause and take a moment and ask them. Get to know them. Uh, m- most of you, if you're a parent or a guardian, you know what your child's into. So some of the students are gifted, um, like I mentioned, in sports, right? I know a lot of basketball players are here at Merge and, um, and even academics, a lot of smart kids, a lot, very, very gifted kids um, and talents from uh, musicians uh, and band, choir. I mean, you name it. You know what your child loves to do. Um, but just asking them, like just challenging them a little bit, um, what is the priority? Like, what does it look like? to uh, make Jesus the mission of Mm. academics, of uh, your football team or your basketball team, of any other talents or band that you're in. Because having this conversation with your student would just, just, my prayer is that it would just challenge them and even give you um, practical tips, even by looking at your own life, right? Like what is your mission? Maybe your own job, maybe just being vulnerable Mm. um, with your student that, you know, it's easy. Let's be honest. It's easy to get caught up um, and the things that we love to do and that we're gifted at. And I don't, and like I said, I don't think it's bad that we're gifted at these things. It's a blessing. You know, I believe that God has us there for a reason. Um, but just being open and having an honest conversation with, wow, maybe I really need to think maybe as a parent, like mm. the way that I'm pursuing my job. Like I got, there's coworkers maybe who've never experienced Jesus before. Um, but then pressing that into your student out of your own vulnerability, asking them, hey, you know, how are you using... Uh, uh, your role on the basketball team to share Jesus with other people. Are you uh, are you known as someone who looks different? You know, acts different. Honestly, it it just takes one step, and people notice um, 
Whatever people are different and following Jesus makes your life look different. So just having that conversation, find that conversation spot. Um, I ask that you would search yourself first. Maybe there's a way you can connect with your student in, um, in a vulnerable way um, by looking at your life and the way that you prioritize things. And then just ask them um, what it looks like, uh, no matter what they're a part of. Well, Charles, that's excellent stuff. And I, I want to thank you because you actually took time to uh, really open up and, and you demonstrated that vulnerability to our mm-hmm. students. And I think that uh, God used that in incredible ways this week. And so, uh, parents, if you're listening to this, I know I'm sitting here uh, convicted. Uh, I'm sitting here challenged about how I can even evaluate in my own life about keeping Jesus the top priority and who he has created me to be and who he has designed me to be. Um, what's the goal in it? And it's really to bring honor and glory to him in all that I do. And so parents, uh, we value you. Uh, We care about you. We want to come alongside of you and continue to help you uh, as us and you together partner to help make Jesus make sense to the students. If you have questions or would like to sit down and talk further about ways to partner together, I want to encourage you to email me at tshoemaker at graceohio.org or follow us at Grace Student Ministries Bath Campus on Facebook or even GSM underscore Bath on Instagram. Thank you for allowing us to lead your student and thank you for allowing us to partner with you. So until next time, we pray that God provides you this incredible chance to have a rich conversation with your students. We'll talk to you next week. See you.